Hello, welcome to another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome Podcast. I'm your boy, Lloyd Lee. Today is Monday, September 16th. How are you? How's your ma? Tell her I said hello. It's been a week or two since I've seen you last. I hope you're well. How was your labor day? Was it a, a day to remember all of your labors or those who have labor, labored before you or your mother who was in labor uh, with you and your siblings? I don't know. I don't know what Labor Day is. It's a day off. I don't know. I'm just saying maybe we should take 9-11 off, but I don't make the holidays, so I don't know what to tell you. Happy 9-11. I think I missed that too, right? Yeah, I missed that one. Um, I hope that that was everything you uh, needed as far as taking an additional day off in remembrance. Um, I took that day off because uh, to me that has a very significant day just like it does everybody else. But I said, you know what? Um, I'm going to work on Labor Day. I'm going to take 9-11 off. That's how I did it. I don't know. Go if you want. If that's what you want to do, go for it. That's I. It's your life. It's now or never. Uh, I, I don't know the rest of the words um, to that Bon Jovi song, but it's my life. So um, yeah, I took. Uh, I worked on Labor Day. I had a few Labor Day shows. I took nine eleven off. Uh, I've been busy. I'm not gonna lie. I've been busy with a few things. Uh, I am running my own show now uh, with the help. Well, I guess I am helping run a show. I'm mainly running a show. You know, sometimes it takes a fucking village, right, to do anything. And I'm not a fan of running my own show. If anybody understands uh, that I'm lazy, that's basically how uh, how I work. Uh, I, I haven't never ran my own show I've run like, you know, one, one off here shows, run little, but never have I ran like my own show. So, uh, for the most part, uh, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of planning. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. It, uh, so I'm running a open mic three weeks out of the month and then a showcase at, uh, a place called State Fair in Maryland, in uh, Catonsville. Not like state, like it's a state fair, but it's a place called State Fair, F-A-R-E, because uh, it has like good-to-do food, right? It, very Maryland-type food offerings. Great beer selection, a lot of local breweries. Brewery, brewery, breweries? Breweries. Fuck that word, basically. Uh, so, you know, uh, running an open mic takes a lot of time, especially we, we wanted to go, uh, later. We wanted to let everyone know like, Hey, after you get your other sets in for the night, whether it be Baltimore or, uh, DC, you have a place to be. There's a late night starts at 11 PM, which it takes its toll. I don't have to wake up in the morning, but it still takes its toll and, uh, setting up and breaking down and trying to get comics to show up. Trying to get comics to show up is always seems to be like the most difficult thing to do at an open mic. Um, You know, it's just one of those things. They'll show up if they show up. And if you don't, well, I guess what? You're doing a shit ton of time, Loy. Me and my me and my partner, Eddie, not like life partners, but partners in business. Me and my business partner. Let's try that again. 
me and my business partner, Eddie, Eddie Lyles and I, uh, we're, we're basically running that show at State Fair. And then um, we have another podcast that we're trying to uh, up, get off the ground because this one's so successful. I was like, hey, fuck it. Why don't I just start another one? This one where we just talk back and forth. And um, on top of that, we are running a show, which we ran our first show on Friday at the Wonderland Ballroom here in D.C., and it was um, it was just like us, two of us talking for 20, 30 minutes, and then we brought up a couple comics, and then we went up again and talked, you know, closed it out for a couple minutes. Um, I love Eddie to death. Uh, he is the exact polar opposite of me. He's tall. I'm short. He's dark. I'm not. Uh, I'm handsome. He's not. That's how that works. Short, pale, and handsome. He is... Tall, dark, and uh, his face got stuff going on. You know, we all have that friend whose face is all the parts are that are required are there. He's got eyes, he's got a nose, he's got a mouth, ears are on the sides. Like they're all where it needs to be. But you go, damn, damn, Eddie. <laughs> I'm just fucking with him. He probably doesn't even listen to this. It's fine because we started our own podcast. We started our own podcast. It's called uh, "I'm gonna get in trouble." I'm a get in trouble. I am a get in trouble. And um, again, to support it, we decided to put on like a live version of it. We didn't like record or nothing, but like a live version where it just allows us to uh, kind of flesh it out. And uh, you'll start to see that come up more often. I'm a get in trouble. So check that out. I think we got one episode in the can. And um, I'm not quite sure if he's releasing that or not. Uh, since I have this podcast, I'm dedicating my time to getting this all done. And uh, he's going to deal with that. That's sort of his thing, uh, the podcast. So uh, shout out to Wonderland Ballroom for allowing us on a Friday night. Uh, great little crowd. It was like uh, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 15, like 15, 15, 20 people showed up. I mean, not bad for lack of having any kind of, um, uh, you know, promotion and, and nothing really to work off of. So it was a good little, good little turnout. I like the Wonderland Ballroom as far as the room and the beers available. I'm a sucker for any place that's got Miller High Life. If you have trash beer tendencies, which I do, uh, Miller High Life, that's, that's my shit. But not every place has it. And any place that does have it, not all of them are the places you want to be at. And I'll leave it at that. Uh, but yeah, so that's where I've been. I've been dedicating a lot of time and effort. Uh, I've been dedicating a lot of time to writing. Again, going back to the thing where I said that I'm lazy. Um, you can't wing it in this in this industry. Just like a lot of other things, maybe advertising. Maybe advertising. You could just go balls out and come up with some bullshit on the fly. Very. Uh, Mad, uh, Mad Men-esque, very Don Draper-like, Sterling Cooper, Draper, Campbell. But, uh, yeah, you can't really bullshit your way through uh, comedy. And I've, I've tried it, and it's horrible. And then I, then, you know, I feel bad about myself, and then depressed. What is it? Nobody laughs. And then you go, oh, maybe you should just get up and fucking write more. So that's what I've been doing. I've been dedicating like two, three hours a day to write. And um, if you know me, that's probably very peculiar. If you're like, oh, huh, Lloyd's dedicating two or three hours to writing. 
Now, given I'm, I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm not writing the whole time. I'm trying. I'm putting words on paper. I'm looking bullshit up. But I'm actually dedicated to sitting down and writing uh, in the general direction of jokes. But if you know me, you're like, huh. So uh, if you're dedicating three hours to writing, what are you, you know, what are you, uh, what are you avoiding? What are you procrastinating on, Loy? And I'd be like, wow, that's, that's very interesting because I am. Uh, I've been trying to work out. I think I was working out to try to stop writing, you know, try to dedicate time to working out so I don't dedicate time to writing because I hate it. Um, and now I hate working out. That's the fucking mind of a, of a, of a comedian. You, you're robbing Peter so you don't have to pay Paul. That doesn't make sense, Loy. You go, you're right. It doesn't, but that's where my mind works. But I think just like anything, you got to dedicate time, effort. Um, and if you can't, you have to be very much um, determined to like, okay, I'm going to wake up at 10. I know, difficult, right? <laughs> wake up at 10, try to get to like the coffee shop by 1030, and I'm going to write till at least uh, a, like 1231 o'clock. Uh, today I wrote to like two, but you know it was it, it was like a fucking it was like a clusterfuck. You go, oh here's a here's a word. Let me write that word down. Here's three words. Write those three words down, and then try to come up with something funny. And then I'm out there just being like, oh maybe I should just I don't know learn another trade. So I started writing a script because you're like, hey, um, why stop? <laughs> why would you stop writing? in a method that you've been doing for the last eight years and learn a completely different other skill set that requires a completely different uh, mind, thought, structure, all of that. You're like, oh, because I don't want to write. I'd rather just learn a new skill. So I'm like writing a script. You know, that, I, that comes in handy. That's what they always tell comics. Like, oh, you should probably have a script ready. You should always have something. So when the industry calls, they'd be like, hey, what are you working on? Like, here's a script. And then uh, I've been in enough pitch rooms to know that, like, hey, when they ask for one script, they're going to look at it and go, oh, okay, what else you got? You go, hey, I got another script. Boom. Here's two scripts. They'll look it over and go, oh, are you working on anything else? Fuck. Here's a third script. Here's a fourth script. And then they probably won't buy any of it, but they just want to know that you're working. Uh, so I'm learning to write a script. I've seen scripts. I am literally just taking my ideas and copying, pasting on the same format as other scripts. I'm downloading like a well-known script, a script from like, I don't know, fucking Bad Boys 2 and literally changing the names, (laughs) changing the minor details, changing the dialogue, but the structure's there. So at least even if it's a garbage script, people have got to go, oh, well, at least he knows how to write a script. It's just trash. But, you know, you don't want to be the guy that comes up with the script and you're like, um, this is not even the right format. Did you typewriter this shit? I mean, it's, uh, it's embarrassing generally, right? When you come up with, uh, like in this case, a script and they just look at it and they go, huh, uh, I could definitely tell you've never written a script. I might. Go on a whim and say, you've never even looked at a script, probably not ever, ever. Uh, so 
therefore, at least when you look at it without reading the words, you go, oh, this guy has an idea of what he's doing, and then you read the script, and then that is completely subjective. But in my experiences, it's like, here's the script, and they basically take the outline, and then they give it to somebody else to write. And they go, okay, here's the basis, here's the premise, and then professional script writer, sir, please, you figure this out. Make this make sense. You know, there's so much. Like, I feel bad. I feel bad writing a script based on the fact that I f- I'm for sure a fraud. Like, there's storylines and story arcs and character development, and there's so many moving parts and a script that we just don't see. But I know it's there. So when I'm writing my own script, I just know, like, oh, I'm an actor pretending to be a stand-up comedian is the equivalent. Um it's like your boss at work. He's fucking trash at selling cars, but he uh, he's able to mimic being a manager or whatever it is. I don't know why I'm saying these words anymore. I'm just saying I feel like a fraud. I feel like uh, um, I'm insulting anyone that's ever written a script, anyone that's ever sat in a script workshop or went to school to write scripts i feel like uh i feel like i'm being that asshole it's kind of like now that i'm i'm running an open mic it's those those bar patrons that just go well i could i could do that that's fucking easy i talk for a living i sell insurance i can do this and then they can't because it's fucking horrible um what's uh but yeah while i'm while i've been writing uh, I've discovered this song. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's called Free Birds uh, by uh, Leonard Skinner. And uh, I've heard it before, but for whatever reason, I have that shit on repeat for like three hours straight on YouTube. And it's just in my headphones, and it's just, you know, it starts off slow, and then you get the juices grunting, and you know and then and then the song ends and then it starts over again it's mellow and you bring it down you're like oh okay cool and you just start writing again and then you just keep on writing and then it starts to build up build up build up Ah, for like three hours straight it's a nine minute song so you know, you listen to it and you go, okay, that was 10 minutes. Oh, I've gotten three words on this piece of paper. It's taken me nine minutes. Son of a bitch. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's what's keeping me uh, motivated and keeping me up. And, you know, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Leonard Skinner, uh, that one, and Sweet Home Alabama. Uh, that's about all I know, Simple Man. I know Simple Man because YouTube just keeps on saying, hey, since you've heard this, Maybe you want to hear this, and I'll listen to it. But for the most part, that's what uh, I'm at the coffee shop, just jamming out. Especially when that guitar solo comes. That's not even, you're like, Lloyd, that doesn't even sound like Freebirds. You're right, it doesn't. I'm not a musician. I am a guy that tells dick jokes uh, to a room full of strangers every night. And then does it on a podcast, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Freebirds. Uh, I don't know if I work out to it, but it definitely keeps me like motivated. It keeps me in the pocket while uh, uh, while I'm writing because the words are simple and it's a long song. So, I don't know, Freebirds. 
maybe, maybe I'll, maybe that'll be my like coming to the stage song, Free Bird. Who knows? My wife's been away for um, like this whole week. She uh, was staying at a hotel because of her work. Uh, big, big deal. Uh, ALC and uh, the CBC. She say these letters, but it's convention. Uh, the Black Caucus uh, convention is was in town, and she was working it. And um, she would rather have stayed at a hotel close to the convention center than to have to drive or take the metro to and from work. So she stayed. So I've been I've been home. I've been home by myself uh, for the last couple of days. And, um, you know, I walk around in my underwear. I got a roommate, but, you know, just doing those types of things. In the bed, I'm like spread eagle, just stretched out ah, because I can. Uh, I'm using all of the pillows. Oh, my God, that's glorious. Where you just like load up two or three pillows behind your back and then two or three pillows right in your front so you could like throw that leg over, or you could throw the leg backwards. Shit's dope. I miss my wife. But sometimes those, those little, little things. Next time I go to a hotel, that's what I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask for like, hey, uh, concierge, can I get like six more pillows? <laughs> I know, rough sleeper. Um, you know, on the road, it's like, I just need something to cry into because I'm lonely. But no, my wife, my wife was... Um, uh, working super hard, and it was funny because she would call up and she's like, "Hey, I need help. Bring me this. Can you find this? Can you get that?" And you know, she's got interns that work under her, but I was like, "Absolutely, whatever you need to do," uh, because I don't want to write anymore. <laughs> I just need a reason to get out of this coffee shop. Stop writing. Let me just let me just go. Um, let me just go run around uh, DC and. Uh, uh, it's over. She she came home last night. It was good to see her, but um, you know, just something about being alone. And I'm a, I'm obviously a, an introvert. Sure, charismatic. I know, adorable. I know, but I'm I'm an introvert. I'd rather just like just going to the coffee shop to sit there by myself, listening to music and writing. That takes a lot of effort. That takes a lot out of me. Um, I'm I'm introverted, so. Um, I enjoy just being at home. You know, the, the thing that you don't understand, if you're not an introvert, like, I like to be able to see my wife. <laughs> I like to be able to see people, but I don't want to be near them. <laughs> like, my wife will sit on one couch, I'll sit on the other couch, and I'll just put my foot out from time to time and just, like, just touch her. Like, yeah, just put my foot next to her leg. Just be like, yep, yep, we're here together, just not together. <laughs> It's weird. Uh, uh, I'm introverted. Like if there's a party, I'll be the guy that's like in the corner. Sure, I'll talk. I'm not like, I'm not standoffish, but I'm always looking for a corner. Like everywhere I go, I'm looking where, where are they hiding the quiet corner? There's a quiet corner somewhere. I need to be there. Um, so if you're like, hey, I thought Loy was here. Look for a quiet corner. And that's where I'll be uh Maybe talking to one or two people, but for the most part, I'm hiding. Uh, and if you can't find me, then I hit you with what we call an Irish goodbye, and I just left. Well, yeah, I'm just going to go grab another drink, and then uh, I'm at home. So that's also a possibility. 
Um, speaking of Irish goodbyes, uh, I am I'm going. I'm going to be in uh, Boston, um, uh, Columbus Day weekend, and I will be headlining Empire Comedy Club in Portland, Maine. Woo! I'm coming home. You know, sweet home, New England. Do 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 do. Lord, I'm coming home to you. Boom 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 boom. Sweet home, New Hampshire. Lord, I'm coming home to you. Yes, it's true. Yes, it's. Tr- uh, sorry, I was just trying to stick with the Leonard Skinnerd thing. Um. Which is funny because this is what I, I, I'm almost positive they got to a plane crash, but yet they're still touring. So uh, went on YouTube, which I thought was fascinating, YouTube, and then right under their video, there was like, hey, you want to buy tickets? They're going to be in Florida next weekend. And I just didn't know. And I'm curious, like, not that I care, but I'm curious, like, did they just find uh, a Filipino cover artist or they get like a Southern boy to, to front man? Um, like Journey, you know? That'd be very interesting to see a small Filipino man with fucking golden pipes singing Sweet Home Alabama in, in key, you know? Um, I don't even know who died. I assumed they all died, but I really don't know. Uh, if you know, I don't know, let me know. <laughs> uh, what else I got to talk about? Uh, oh, so this weekend uh, I hosted... The um, Comedy Loft, shout out to the Comedy Loft here in D.C., the D.C. Comedy Loft, uh, James, shout out to him. He keeps me employed. He helps me keep the rent paid up and the electricity on. I got to host for uh, Jay Jordan, which is pretty dope. If you're not familiar, he's from MTV and like he was at Just for Laughs. Great guy. Uh, he's from Mississippi, so sweet home, Mississippi. Am I crooked letter, crooked letter, I crooked letter, crooked letter, I hump your back, hump your back, I Mississippi. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about half the time, but it was a, it was a fun little weekend. It was me and Danny Ruye from uh, 106.7, the fan, and I almost said it, the wave, because for some reason that's like the only radio station that gets stuck in my head. The Wave FM. And it goes straight into like a Michael McDonald song. I keep forget we're not in love anymore. What up? Listen to Leon. You can't see him, but he's there. What up, podcast world? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Um, where you off to? Oh, so he's going to go get some coffee, and then he's going to write some more. Yeah, and I'm out here telling dick jokes to two different cell phones. I set up lights, but they didn't know that. Now the magic is gone. They're like, wow, what is the magic of his editing? No, it's it's lights. It really is lights. Uh, anyways, uh, shout out to Listen to Leon, the roommate. Uh, what else are we talking about? Um Hosting, oh, Trevor Wallace, got to hang out with Trevor Wallace. Uh, if you don't know Trevor Wallace from YouTube and Facebook, a.k.a. Kyle, uh, look up Kyle. And uh, he is, uh, he, I met him like 
a year and a half ago hosting. He did a guest spot, and then he sold out a couple one-nighters, and then he came back. He sold out a weekend. His fans are so dope. Um, got to hang out with him. Shout out to Trevor Wallace, a.k.a. Kyle. What else do I got going on? I am hosting the DC APA Film Festival Comedy Show uh, to create awareness for the DC APA Film Festival. When in doubt, shout out to the APA community. Uh, We are under fire with uh, this comedian that just got booked on uh, SNL. And he said some racist shit last year. I don't know. I don't think he got fired yet. Oh, okay. Now here's the deal, people. I find it very strange. Now, whether he should have been fired or not, I find it very strange that, uh, especially 2019, that the word chink is still like a confusing word, whether you should use it or not. It doesn't bother me that you use it, but it's just kind of like, oh, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Um, very strange. And, and, I'm torn because obviously I'm not a huge fan of the word. And secondly, I'm a comedian. So everyone is like on one side or the other, but no one's really defending the lack of usage of the word. Like nobody is standing up for the fact that it's a racial slur and it shouldn't be used except for Asian people. Everybody else is kind of like, oh, it's freedom of speech. Fuck it. It's just not a funny joke. Like, no, you should like in, the other part is when you go, well, it's like if Asians had an N-word, that would be the equivalent. And then you get into this crazy like downward spiral, spiral of like, well, it's not the same. It's, it's different. There's a different history. I'm like, yes, but the equivalent to if you, if you can understand that you shouldn't use the N-word, I have a hard time understanding how you don't understand that the C-word shouldn't be used. Yeah, agreed. yeah he agrees. Listen to Leon. Um, but it's like, it's like this weird thing where it's like everyone's like, oh, well, he should be able to say whatever he wants. Um, and I'm not against that. But it's like it's very strange where people are like, oh, I just didn't know. I thought it was – and people are defending freedom of speech uh, over the fact that acknowledging like, hey, that's, it's a racial slur. Uh, unfortunately, he got fired. Um, I don't think that that is the right uh, solution. I don't. Um, but then again, he also gave out like a really half-assed apology uh, where in that case, you should have just not given an apology. He was like, well, he, you know, uh, I'm an, edge, an edgy comedian that pushes the boundaries. Some, work, some jokes don't work. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Uh, he's like, oh, um, but I'll apo- I will apologize to anybody that's really offended. And that was kind of like, you might as well just not even apologize. Just being like, yep, I said it. If he was like, oh, I didn't know. Like a very Bill Burr, humbled, like, oh, I didn't, ah, fair enough. I didn't, I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, like he could have come up with literally any excuse being like, listen, I'm a fucking knucklehead. And I didn't know, wasn't thinking, my bad. It would have been better than like, ah, I'll apologize, I'll apologize. I will apologize to anybody that's really offended. If you're not really offended, you can go fuck yourself. Which, as a, like a comedian, I can kind of get, but that's not for like, I don't know. There, there's, there's like, there's a method to this shit, and it just seemed very uh, obviously insincere. Um, and um, he got fired, so that's that's unfortunate, I guess. 
uh, I assume once I get something big, somebody's going to start digging through these podcasts and see like, oh, Lloyd said some shit. Like, yeah, probably. And then I'll, I will say, well, fuck. Noted. Fair enough. Noted. That's, that's like got to be the best apology, not apology ever. Like noted. Oh, I can't say that. Okay. Okay. Noted. <laughs> and that probably would have been better. Probably would have been better. Uh, again, I don't think that he should have been fired, but I definitely think he should have given a better effort into um, uh, apol- like either do a better job at apologizing or don't apologize at all and be like, hey, I'm not apologizing because I'm a comedian and we don't apologize. That would have been a little bit more acceptable. Um, uh, okay. What else we got going on? I've been writing more. Uh, yeah, man, I, I have to say that, uh, my mindset is crazy right now and I'm shifting gears. Um, but I would say that I feel the need to tell people cause I need to hear it. Uh, when you are not doing well in your job or your passion or the things that you need to do and you're not doing well at it and you know like you could be doing better, that's got to be the worst place to be. Knowing you can do better but you can't or won't or didn't, whatever it might be, it's it's really depressing. Like It really works on your mind. And um, I've been seeing it where I'm not happy with the things that I'm writing. Uh, the new material that I'm coming up with is lukewarm at best. Uh, I feel like there's something there. It's got to be polished and shaved down, but I'm just not happy with it. So I'm finding ways to like spend the money on, um, oh, maybe I should get new cameras or maybe I should get new lights or maybe I should get new whatever, whatever it is. And that is the trap. Uh, I, 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 uh, <laughs> I urge you to make sure that, that you're aware of that. So if you guys are like having a rough time, whether it be family or work or home life or whatever it might be, um, just make sure you keep your eye on your spending. It's not going to get any better. Like you buying new pair of shoes will not help you write better jokes. Uh, you buying a new shirt will not get you happiness that you are uh, it will not get you the satisfaction that you're missing when you're not doing a good job at work. Uh, and I get it. You know, selling cars or schlepping it at Best Buy is not your life stream. I totally get it. And that is uh, – and that's hard to do. But it, it, it hurts even more when you know you're just half-assing it and um, just getting through the day. Like that's got to that's gotta be the worst feeling. So – Keep your eye on your spending. Make sure you guys aren't buying frivolous things. If you're trying to do a podcast or you're trying to, I don't know, whatever it is that you're trying to do, more tools to do it is not going to make you feel better. Just do it. Um, do better. If you're going to be there, do the best you can while you're there. Uh, it And it's not for the business. It's not for Best Buy or, or Old Navy or wherever it is. Do the best because it makes you feel better. If you're going to be there, uh, do your best. You'll be a better person. You'll feel better. And uh, that will that will spread across everyone you touch. So uh, that is something that I need to hear. 
that's something that, um, that I think somebody out there needs to hear. So shout out to that. Uh, is there anything else? Uh, stress running open mic. I'm going to get in trouble. Yep, that's about it. Oh, 32 minutes. Oh, look at that. Hey. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. I've got a couple of podcasts uh, that I need to lo- drop as well. Um, I'm doing What's Up Wednesday with Tunan Vu. Um, it's a little bit of a musical podcast, but we get to drink and we, we hang out. So it's, um, it's a little bit more fun. Uh, we get to talk about some things. So shout out to uh, Tunan. Shout out to Eddie Lyles, uh, Broken Diamond Comedy, State Fair, uh, APADC. DCAPA Film Festival, The Comedy Loft, Trevor Wallace. There's a lot of shout-outs today. Uh, I hope you are all well. I cannot wait to talk to you guys. If you guys uh, don't follow me on Instagram, it's Loyley Lee Comedy, also on Facebook, LoyLeeComedy at gmail.com. If you want to shoot me an email, um, what else? Oh, this, this podcast itself has a Instagram. It's called Short Pale Handsome. Um, on Instagram. So shout out to that. I appreciate you guys. Please like this, share this, rate this, review this. I don't know. I'll take anything at this point. I got a Patreon account. (sighs) I feel like I'm just corporate shilling it for shekels. Shilling for shekels. That would have been an awesome uh, podcast as well. But I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Happy Labor Day. Um, Shout out to anybody uh, who was affected about 9-11. Um, it's been too long, but uh, it should never have happened ever. Uh, so if you've, if you've been affected, uh, you know, my heart goes out to you. Um, I love you guys very much. Uh, please continue to listen and uh, have a freaking wonderful day. Okay? Okay, bye-bye.